Uh, thank you for that beautiful singing. <clears throat> My voice is already gone from the bass that I was <laughs> trying to, from those bass notes that I was trying to, to hit. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be okay. Thank you for the water. Um, I would like to greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, I had prepared a short, long sermon uh, as I was preparing for today. Uh, but during the week as we were preparing uh, and setting up the program for today, we realized that we don't have a lot of time. Uh, so I had to cut my short, long sermon. Uh, by the way, a short, long sermon is about 40 minutes only. <laughs> but I could hear Elder Koye as we were discussing, and I could hear him saying, cut it down, shepherd, cut it down. So I cut it down, and um, I will try to be mindful of the time and let the spirit lead. Uh, I will try not to get lost. Uh, I, I'm one of those people who gets very lost very easily. Uh, even when I'm driving on a straight road, I, I, I put on my GPS. Uh, luckily, I'm married to Clevis, who's very good at directions. So she doesn't know that when I ask her to put up the volume on the GPS on her phone, I want to hear the GPS. Uh, but then, then after that, then I ask her, what did the GPS say? And then she translates the GPS for me. Then I find my direction. So, yeah, we'll be, I hope I will not get lost today. So let's get into the meat of things. Uh, today's sermon is entitled The Call. For the past uh, quarter, the past three months, we've been discussing, we've been discussing uh, mission, a call to mission uh, in the adult uh, Sabbath school lesson. And one of the statements that uh, came, I think it was actually the very first uh, supper school lesson, was that we must, we cannot lead the mission, we cannot go for the mission and leave the God of the mission behind. Uh, so today's sermon is a call for us to stand with God and a reminder that God is constantly calling us to be with him. If we go through the Bible, the Bible is filled with various examples where God calls us. From the very, very first book in the Bible, we see Adam being called by God, and God is asking him, where art thou? Of course, Adam goes on to give a long explanation and blames the woman and, and all of that, but God had called him already. Uh, in Exodus 3, if we look at our Bibles, God calls Moses from a burning bush. Well, it was a, a not burning bush, let me put it that way. And Moses was being called. He even calls those who are sleeping. Samuel was busy sleeping and he heard God's voice. He didn't understand it at the, at the very beginning but he came to understand that God is the one who was calling him. God even calls those who, who do various other things that do not align with him. Paul, for example, he was called while he was actually on the way to go and kill Christians. 
to kill those who had professed their love for God, and yet God found it fit to call him. So God calls people in varied ways. But today, I want us to look at the story of Lazarus. Uh, if we can open our Bibles to the book of John 11, chapter 11, and uh, we will read, uh, the story covers quite a number of verses in the, in the chapter, but I want us to read just five verses, uh, and that will kick us off. Uh, now, verse 1 says, Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Mary. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, him who thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So here we find Lazarus was sick. Later on, uh, if we go further down in the chapter, we realize that Jesus actually knew that Lazarus had died. And uh, for now, I want us to focus on Lazarus. Lazarus was sick. Uh, all of us have been sick, yes? Can I see the hands of anyone who has not been sick? Okay, the hands of anyone who has been sick before? Okay, that's almost the whole congregation. So Lazarus was sick, and then he died. Can I see anyone who has died? No one has died. Maybe, I don't know. Can I see those who are dead? Okay. Oh, is it a case of the dead know nothing? <laughs> ah. All of us in our spiritual journey have fallen sick. All of us, maybe let me say most of us, at some point we have been alive, but we have been dead. We have been alive, but we have been dead. Lazarus was dead, dead. Eh? We are alive, dead. And as we sit in church, I want you to ask yourself whether you are alive or you are dead. All of us, at some point, simply come to church and we sit and we just listen, it comes in one ear, it goes out the other ear. And when we get home, we realize that, oh, no, today it was Elder Koi who was preaching. What was he preaching about? And we have no clue. I, I, I confess that has happened to me before. Um, and it, it, it shocks, it, it, it shocked me when it happened. And I was wondering, what is going on with me? And when I was thinking about it, I realized that, no, I was just going through the motions of waking up, uh, you, you put a little prayer, you go, you shower, you know, you, you get into the car, you come to church, 
you come, you sit down, you greet people, you smile, you get back in the car, you go home, and that's it. What has happened in between has not, has not had uh, much of an impact. Uh, it is important to note, even with the verses that we've, we've read, I'm going to take us back a little bit. When we read the story of Lazarus, it talks about, uh, when, when, when they talk to Jesus about Lazarus, they uh, put him as that person who you love. Uh, it does not talk about whether Lazarus loved Jesus or not. It's a story for another day. But it puts Jesus as the one who extends the love first. It's important for us that uh, when we look at God, we note that he is the one who has loved us first. And so most of us, when God calls us, we look at a lot of things that we've done, a lot of ABC. When God calls us, we say, ah, but God, you are calling me, but I've done A, B, and C. And yet, when God calls us, he already knows those A, B, and Cs. He, he continues to call you. In this case, we see Lazarus. I don't know what A, B, and Cs Lazarus had done, but God still called him. In verse 11, Jesus went ahead and called Lazarus. Lazarus had been dead for four days, so he was dead, dead. Yet, God went and said, come out. No, it's actually verse 43. He said, Lazarus, come out. The Bible in Ephesians 5, verse 14 says, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine upon you. So even in the depths of death, Lazarus was able to hear Jesus calling. How much more when Jesus is calling you, who is here today, who is alive, alive, eh? or who is alive, dead, or alive, sleeping. I don't know the state you are in. But Jesus today is calling you and asking you to hear his voice. Some of us may think that they've not been called. And they think that, ah, no, probably Jesus is talking to the person next to me. But Jesus is talking to all of us. And as I mentioned when I started, Jesus calls us in various ways. Could God's call have been last week when someone was preaching up here? Could God's call have been during the supper school lesson when the lesson was being discussed? Could it be that God called you when he did that miracle in your life that you still don't understand? Could it be that God called you when you woke up this morning? Could God, could, could God be calling you right now and calling you to him? As the year ends, 
I know a lot of us look back on what we have done during the year. Uh, when the year starts, we have uh, resolutions, New Year's resolutions. And at the end of the year, we reflect on the resolutions that we have achieved and not achieved. I want to take this opportunity today uh, to call you that, to call you to God. Let the year not end without you answering God's call. Let the year end with you being in Jesus' hands. Let the presence of Jesus shine in your life. I want all of us to take this opportunity to answer God. Just as Samuel did when he was cold and he was sleeping, he simply responded and said, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So I want to invite people today to commit and recommit themselves to God. As we end this year, commit and recommit yourself to God. So that when we start the next year, you are not walking on your own, but you are walking with God. So may we be a people who are going to live, who are not going to be alive and yet are dead. People who are awake and yet are sleeping. Let us be a people who are awake and are walking with God. I want to invite you today. I'm going to make a call. If there is anyone who really feels that God has called them, they might have ignored God's call uh, in the past. They might have ignored it in the morning, last week, last month, last year, 10 years ago. It does not matter. God is giving you this opportunity to answer his call. I want people to raise whatever is comfortable to you. Raise your hand, stand up, kneel. I'm going to invite uh, our elders to uh, Elder Koi. If we can put a prayer for those who are going to commit and recommit uh, themselves to God today so that as this year ends, they are standing with God. Uh, can I see the hands? Uh, and anyone who feels comfortable to stand, please feel free to stand and commit and recommit yourself to God. Let not the death that comes from this world be the death that you go forward with. Amen. have stood you know you know and God knows the call that you have rejected you've heard his voice he said your name but you've turned your head away you have walked away from the call you've given the call a deaf ear I stood not because elder asked me to pray 
I stood because I too am guilty of not answering a call. May the Lord have mercy upon our souls. Those of us here today in this sanctuary, in this building, multiply it by 10,000 and you still would not reach the number of the souls that are dying in this world. Thank you for the call, Elder. I pray that today, our last Sabbath, that we will answer this call. That we will wake up and we will seek the lost. That is our mission. That is our call. Shall we start with our families first and make our way into the wider neighborhood? Let us pray. Oh God, in this moment, it is within your power and your permit to rain down fire upon us as we are in dark places and refuse to come into your wonderful light. But because you are love, you hold back the winds of strife. Because, mighty Father, when you look at us, you look at us through the veil of the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross, your only begotten Son. The Lamb that was slain from the foundation of the earth, you sent him here to take our place. And because it is him you see, you give us mercy. I pray for our congregation today. I pray for those online just now. And I ask, Heavenly Father, that you give us a change of heart, a change of attitude, renewed purpose, Make it so from this moment, O oh God, that as we humble ourselves to wash each other's feet, that we are clean to take the body and the blood of Christ. Make it so, O oh God, you are our savior. And we stand now as people who have refused your call, asking that you break every chain, every stronghold that is holding us back from being who you want us to be. Break those chains of sexual immorality, O oh God. 
Oh, mercy, Jesus. Break those chains of procrastination. Of laziness. Put asunder that stronghold of distraction. Of mobile games and social media. TV series. Idle chatter and gossip. Break them now in the name of Jesus. So that when we are not making bread to feed our family, we are coming to you with our spare time, O oh God. For we are in need of so much and we do not even know it. Pour into us your Holy Spirit even now, O oh God. Fill us. So that as you fill us, those things that are unlike you will be ejected out of us. As you fill us with your spirit, there will be no room for the darkness, for the iniquity, for the sins that so easily beset us. We are your people, O oh God, and you keep running after us. I pray that we will stop, listen, and take heed. I trust you, O oh Father. I trust you with my whole life. And I trust you with your people. You will make a way. You will convert mothers and fathers and children so that our homes become temples. You will draw us close to your ever-bleeding side. From this day onward, may we be the people of the book for 2024 and beyond. May we make a sure sound that you are coming again. And may we be able to declare your name to everyone as our soon coming king. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.